Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. We'll read another discourse from the final teachings of Nisargadatta Maharaj. This one from May 1st, 1980. Someone asks him a question. How does a jnani see the world? Maharaj replies, a jnani is aware of the origin and the value of consciousness. This beingness, which has spontaneously dawned on him, this same consciousness plays a multitude of roles some are happy, some are unhappy. But whatever the roles, the jnani is merely the seer of them. The roles have no effect on the jnani. So are you a jnani? Have you reached the point that the role that your ego is playing in the world has no effect upon you? Are you untouched by its mental and emotional activity? Are you untouched by all of its maya? Are you free to realize you are not that role and thus you have power to change that role? He goes on. All your problems are body-mind problems. Even so, you cling to that body. And since you identify with the body-mind, you follow certain polite modes of expression when you talk. I do not. I might embarrass you. You may not be able to take what I say. I have no sense of propriety. So he's beyond all the rules and conventions of society, beyond good and evil, beyond all dualities. And he can afford to be because he is one with the real self. If you try to do that while you're still identified with the ego, that's called being a psychopath. But if you realize the oneness of the self, then all of the actions will be accurate and there will be no concern for the, the response of the other and no desire for the favor of the other. So you are bound by your own concepts and notions. Actually, you, have, you love only this sense of I you do everything because of this. You aren't working for anyone else, not for the nation, not the sangha, not for anyone, only for the sense of I, which you love so much. 
So I think here Nisargadatta has touched the central nerve of the ego. It's because you love your own ideas, even your own suffering, that you won't let go into the nothingness, into the absolute uncreated self. You love that character, even though you may love to hate that character. And that character may love to hate other characters and its whole situation. But there is love for that. And no love for the self that has no character and no identity and no thoughts. If you are willing to find out the self and let go of the love, really it's attachment, to your own ideas, your own beliefs, your own frame of reference, your own sense of being a bodily entity. If you can let go of that and be pure consciousness again, you will know the freedom of the real. But everyone is afraid that their role will be taken advantage of if they let go that they will be a slave to someone else, whether it's the Sangha or whether it's the society, whether it's uh, any particular person whom they feel dependent upon. But it's always that fear of losing the pseudo-autonomy of the ego that causes one to hold on and to continue to calculate and think and strategize in order to stay with an ego that feels in control. And it's that that causes you to lose your own liberation, to lose the sense of grace and the power of being free of suffering. Okay, so he's asked now, but I like to act, I like to work, what should I do? And Maharaj goes on, all these activities will go on, but they're only entertainment. The waking, the deep sleep states, they come and go spontaneously. Through the sense of I, you spontaneously feel like working. But find out if this sense of I is real or unreal, permanent or impermanent. The eye which appears, you will discover, is unreal. How unreal it is, I have proven. The moment the eye is proven, unreal. Who is it who knows the eye is unreal? So you have to prove that the eye, meaning the eye thought, the ego eye, is a fabrication. When you have proven that to yourself, then you can ask, but who am I then? Okay. This knowledge within you that knows the I is unreal, that knowledge which knows change must itself be changeless, permanent, eternal. As an ego, as a being in the world, you are an illusion. You are maya itself. You are your own imagination. But it is only because I know that I, as a being, am unreal that I know you also are unreal. 
It is not like this, that because I am real, you are unreal. It is like this, because I am unreal, I know that everyone is unreal. And everything is unreal. Consciousness depends on the body. The body depends on the food you eat. It is the consciousness which is speaking now. If the food essence is not present, the body cannot exist. And without the body, would I be able to speak? Can you do anything to retain this sense of I that you got when you entered the body? As it came spontaneously, so will it go. It will not forewarn you by announcing, I am going tomorrow. When you leave the body, you will have no choice. You will not be asked permission. The body will fall over and the consciousness will realize, oops, I wasn't that after all. What am I now? What will you do the moment the body falls over dead? Will you be liberated? Or will you cling to another body and go through it all again? A doubt has arisen, and that's why you're here and you're trying to find the solution. But who is it who has this doubt? Find out for yourself. So the moment there's a doubt, a crack in the ego narrative, and a realization that your ego is unreal, and that you're wasting your time, and that you're not achieving liberation from your attachments. You're not living as a liberated sage here and now. You will not graduate, and you will find yourself in the uterus of another woman before the end of Kali Yuga, and you'll have to be born at the moment the world is being destroyed. Is this what you want? Or would you like to be liberated now and not have to go through the ordeal of being born again and again and again? Because if you're not liberated before the end of the cycle, you must come back at the same vibrational frequency at which you left. And if that vibrational frequency is of a Kali Yuga ego, then you don't get to experience Sat Yuga Treta Yuga, Dwapar Yuga, but you come back to another hell realm of Kali Yuga. That's why there are so many people in Kali Yuga and so few in Sat Yuga. Would you like to know those other Yugas? Then you must know the deep self that belongs to those Yugas and not to Kali Yuga. If you haven't activated, awakened, and illumined those latent levels of your being, they will not be able to take you back into higher levels of worldhood, of realization of the divine beauty that expresses itself in those higher worlds from which this one has derived its being, but has lost its essence? Or would you like to transcend all worlds and enter that state of the absolute abidance as the blissful self? 
and not go around this merry-go-round any longer, but stay in the absolute center of total, blissful, luminous presence without experience as the eternal self? Or would you like to do both? You can be at the periphery, the circumference, and you can be in the radius, and you can be in the center, because you are all of it. All of it is only the self. And you have total freedom to choose your own destiny. But that freedom is not there at the periphery. It is only at the center. And when you have attained the center, then you know that the center is everywhere and the circumference nowhere. And then that absolute power is with you in every adventure that the consciousness wishes to dream for itself as a new world of beauty, of goodness, of love, of empowerment, of joy. But you must have that absolute center of total stillness in order for the absolute powers of the self to emerge from within your heart as the purity of love and creative intelligence that produces the dream of a cosmos in which all is good, all is divine, all is perfect beauty. You must know first that you are that. Namaste. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website, we thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.